Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Well, week four is in the books, and what a race we had at ISM Raceway in Arizona today. And as usual, my my pick did not make the victory lane. This is uh, the podcast on racing here on Fox 4. I'm Sam Atwell. I'm Brian Dooley. And, you know, I think we saw some great racing today. We really did. Some great restarts, some great actions, some great action late in the race. Let's go ahead and take a look and see who the winner was and where your favorite driver finished today in Phoenix. In first place in his 52nd Cup victory, Kyle Busch sweeps the weekend, followed by Martin Truex Jr., Ryan Blaney in third, Eric Emerald in fourth, Denny Hamlin wraps out the top five, Kyle Larson in sixth, Kurt Busch in seventh, followed by Jimmy Johnson, Kevin Harvick, and Joey Logano. 11th was Clinton Boyer, 12th Ryan Newman, 13th Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Chase Elliott was 14th, Ty Dillon 15th, 16th was Chris Buescher, 17th Paul Menard, 18th Daniel Hemrick, 19th Brad Keselowski, and 20th Matt Tift. In 21st, we have Austin Dillon, followed by Bubba Wallace in 22nd, Daniel Suarez in 23rd, followed by William Byron, David Reagan, Corey LaJoy, and 27th, Ross Chastain, and 28th, Matt D. Benedetto, and 29th, Eric Jones, and in 30th, Quinn Hope. And wrapping out the bottom uh, five or six here, Bailey Curry, 31st, Cody Ware, 32nd, Landon Castle, 33rd, Ryan Priest, 34th, Alex Bowman crashed hard late in the race and finished 35th, Michael McDowell out early, 36th. Yeah, it was uh, a lot of fun, and we didn't have our caution-free race today. They made up for uh, some cautions uh, that they didn't have last week. Just had some... Had some pretty unique tire wear and some some interesting crashes in this race today. Yeah, it seemed, uh, you know, big crash. It just seemed like drivers having tire problems. Uh, I know one of the strategies here is, you know, two, four tires on pit stops. Uh, but, yeah, a lot of tire problems. I was impressed with a lot of, you know, the drivers that did spin out from having tires that the other cars being able to avoid them. Uh, but, yeah, the restarts, exciting, just like last week, uh, three, four wide, uh, I loved how they moved the start-finish line at ISM Raceway. Uh, definitely uh, an exciting race. Yeah, and uh, a lot of pit strategy. And, and there usually is at this track. There's, there's, uh, there've been fuel mileage wins here. There's been two tire stop wins here. There's been four tire stop wins here. This is always a track that lends itself to some great finishes and some great pit strategy. In fact, at the tail end of this race. You know, Ryan Blaney only had taken two tires and and took a pretty commanding lead. But as Kyle Busch continued to close ground, close ground, close ground, they started talking about fuel mileage. And uh, it looked like maybe Kyle Busch wasn't going to have enough fuel to make it to the end. But with someone like Kyle Busch, uh, he's experiencing this. And, you know, he said post-race, you know, was he worried about fuel? And it it came to a point that it was just, no, you just go for it. 
and great battle at the end by Ryan Blaney. But once Kyle Busch, anytime he got in the lead, he that car just took off. Uh, short runs, he didn't seem to be as well if he wasn't up front, um, if he was behind with the you know dirty air and all that. But once he took off, uh, but great run for Ryan Blaney. Uh, that team so close. Uh, but Kyle Busch was just so – once that car was in front, it just took off. And I was almost worried at a point because uh, early on, I mean, once Kyle Busch, he was three seconds or more ahead of the other cars, uh, it was going to be one of those races. For last week, you know, if there was under a lap, Brad Keselowski uh, could have won. And – Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's really interesting that we're seeing – Look at the names in the top ten again, and we're starting to see this more and more. Ryan Blaney, like you said, had a great run. I think if he, if that race were just a little bit shorter, he would have picked up the victory. He he at one point had a, almost a two-second lead over Kyle Busch, but I think Busch was kind of laying back and saving some fuel and, and, and Ryan, he knew Ryan Blaney's situation. And Ryan Blaney, uh, you know, he was having to save fuel too. Um, I think if there was a couple more laps, uh, Truex – might have been able to get it just based on fuel. Um, Eric Amarola, you know, he's in the top five, too. He had a good run today. Yeah, he did. And and Kyle Larson, again, a guy we've talked about several times in the four weeks we've been on here, he's close, too. He he ran a great race. And we're, we're coming up to a track that he does well at. Yes, we, we, we are. Kurt Busch finished seventh. A good run for him. That car, that team. Really has come around since they haven't been. They haven't seen the top ten this much in in a, in, a, in a few seasons, and I really think Kyle Busch has made a big difference at uh, at. Um, and the team name just it just went right out of my brain. Chip Ganassi. Chip Ganassi racing. And, yeah. and yeah, top ten for uh, for that entire team. That's uh, that's great for them. Uh, he seems to be doing well uh, over there. And Jimmy Johnson in the top ten. Yeah, finally. Finally, the finally, the forty eight car had a great run. They really ran. Very very well all day long today, which is I think maybe uh, everybody better look out because that's a good sign for that team. But what I'm really impressed with so far this season, Brian, is how the performance of the Fords have been just outstanding, and Joe Gibbs Racing and the Toyotas has been outstanding because they're the only teams that, that picked up victory so far this year in the four races. Yeah, I mean you almost had Ryan Blaney give Penske you know their third win in a row this season. Uh, Kyle Busch gives Joe Gibbs their second win this season after Hamlin won the 500. And, yeah, the Fords uh, have been strong. And usually when I think the last few years when I think of Fords being strong, I usually think Stuart Haas. But uh, Penske has just been on, on fire this week. And all three drivers, uh, you know, Kozlowski, he had some trouble in this race. But Logano, he wrapped out the top ten. I think if Kozlowski didn't have the trouble he did, uh, he would have definitely been up there too. Yeah, he was running real well, but he just had some some – Tire issues, maybe, and they thought for a while maybe he broke a suspension part, but they didn't find any broken parts. It may have just been a tire issue. And I think with this new uh, package, you know, the practice speeds at, at Phoenix yesterday were, were higher than they were last year by two or three miles per hour, and I think that's because of the, the new package on these cars and, and the more downforce on the flat track led to some better speeds. But I'm not sure Goodyear has quite figured out the tire yet for this new package, and I think we're going to have some races where we're going to see some tire problems. And someone else, like I didn't have any car troubles today, and he was in the top ten, but both of our picks to win the race. And (laughs) when you think of Phoenix, you think Kevin Harvick, but he wrapped out a ninth, and he was never a front runner in this race. That team just didn't have the car today. 
And yeah. and thinking back after last week and Kyle Busch winning the Xfinity race yesterday, I mean, that Kyle Busch was hungry. He wanted that sweep so bad last week. He wanted the sweep this week. He got it, and it's, he was hungry for that win. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. Uh, on the broadcast, they showed at one point he led – out of the out of all the laps this year, he uh, yesterday and today in Phoenix, he led like 278 or almost 300 laps out of the 500 laps in Phoenix this weekend. So yeah, Kyle Kyle Busch was pretty dominant this weekend, and he is just one win away from 200 across the three series: the Truck Series, Xfinity, and the Monster Energy Series. Uh, that's impressive. That is unbelievably impressive when you think about that. Uh, they were talking to him on the broadcast uh, post-race about how many trophies that young man has. And uh, I think Daryl Waltrip made the comment, you know, most of us have a trophy case, you have a trophy warehouse. And that's not too far from the truth. Can you imagine out of 200 wins in NASCAR, how many wins did this guy have before he ever came to NASCAR? You know, he was an up-and-coming driver. In fact, when he came into the truck series – they actually, he was too young, and they sat him down for a while until he, he got old enough. And I can't remember if he was 15 when he came into the truck series, or I don't remember exactly. It was a long time ago, but they sat him down for a while because he was so young. But he was, he was winning when he was in his teens in the truck series. And he's just a phenomenally talented driver, not one of my favorites. but um, And I'm hearing a bit more. I mean, I used to, <laughs> uh, you know, other, dri- other drivers that are, you know, even, you know, I, I'm a Jeff Gordon fan, you know, Tony Stewart. There are boos early on, and then the cheers start so, sort of growing. You hear the cheers over the boos. Um, I mean, Dale Earnhardt Sr., he got booed. All the greats get booed. But uh, <laughs> Kyle Busch, I'm hearing a bit more cheers, or maybe my TV's just not up loud enough, but I used to always hear a lot more boos. It's more mixed. I don't know. It's, he says fan base seems to be louder. Um, well, you, you – you know, and we've thought we've talked about it last week quite a bit about the the guys who w- were the fan favorites are no longer there. You know, Kyle Busch now is a he's a veteran. He, I mean, he's been around for a long time, and he's he does he calls them Rowdy Nation. They're, his fan base is huge, and really, honestly, when you think about it, there's not that many guys that have been around a long time now. They're getting fewer and fewer, and. And I think Kyle Busch has maybe picked up some fans from some of these guys that that uh, that are retired. Um, I know uh, Jeff Gordon was uh, a favorite driver of mine. I remember watching him all the way back when he drove drove uh, open wheel cars, and and it was Thursday Night Thunder on ESPN back in the day. And that's how I became acquainted with him and became very impressed with him, and followed him all the way through his career. And I'm like, ah. Gordon's gone. Who, who, who am I going to cheer for now? Is it, am I just going to be loyal to the 24 team, or am I going to find somebody else? Speaking of favorite drivers, my my favorite driver now, Chase Elliott, he had a fast car, but luck was just not with him today. It's right from the beginning. Uh, he took off, but that wasn't a good thing at the start of the race. Uh, he got penalized for jumping the restart, um, hearing that Blaney might have spun the tires, but uh, who had the pole, but no ex- – <laughs> That doesn't fly under NASCAR, so he got penalized. But then the first caution when Derek Jones spun out, Elliott got you know the free pass, so things may have been looking better. And then he ended up spinning out. I believe it was uh, the final stage. Luckily, he didn't you know he he didn't hit the wall. Then it hit any other drivers. They were able to avoid him. 
but he just wasn't able wasn't able to bounce back. 14th place finish, not the worst, but he had a fast car today and kind of a disappointment. He wasn't further up there. Yeah, but his time's coming. I mean, this 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 kid is a, such a talented race car yeah. driver. His day is coming. And he's going to get the victory lane. Hendrick Motorsport. I mean, you know, Jimmy Johnson, uh, Alex Bowman. You know, he was one of the drivers that caught up in you know tire problems today. Um, but you know, they're the Hendrick Motorsports. I think some positive outlooks on this race for them. Yeah, they, things have improved. Like I said, Jimmy Johnson, that was it was big for him to have a top ten today. Um, he he did a great job. Um, there were reports that he wasn't feeling really well, um, and I, I know how all of us, you know, when we don't feel well and we go we go ahead and go on into work, it's maybe not our best day ever. But but he hung in there and, and got a great finish, which was I think probably will make him feel better in the long run because a good finish, you're not feeling good, you you, you have a good run. Maybe some things on that team are starting to come together. The the crew chief and him are starting to click. Um, so I, I'm telling you, this is a good sign for the 48 team and and other drivers beware because if they get on a roll, that team can put together some wins. Yeah. Someone else uh, that was impressed me, especially stage two, uh, Clint Boyer. He finished stage two in second. I uh, was hoping um, to see him in the top five, top ten. He hasn't had a bad season this year. Um, he's doing well on you know his team's doing well. And I think. Um, we could see a win from him not too long. Uh, he was sporting some of his uh, Kansas City Royal socks uh, before the game. He does love his Kansas City teams, and he raced a lot here in Kansas City back in the day when when he was driving uh, on the dirt tracks here in, in, in Kansas City at Lakeside Speedway. He, he raced a lot out there, and uh, he always loved Kansas City, and he's always, he's always been real loyal to the state of Kansas. He loves the Kansas Jayhawks. And, uh, but Clint, he's... He's not really had a breakthrough season. He really hasn't. He, he, he went to Stuart Haas, and, and everybody thought that, you know, that was going to be taking over the, the ride that Tony Stewart had. And he's just not gotten there just yet, and I hope he does. He's a talented driver. I mean, he's had a great career, don't get me wrong. And he's, been a, he's, been a, 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 he's had great runs. I just don't think he's lived up to the total potential yet. I don't know whether it's crew chief combination. He's in good equipment now. He's 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 a consistent driver, but he's just not getting to victory lane like I thought he would, you know, in his career. Eric Amarola, you know, and you know, speaking of Stuart Haas, that team seems to be doing, you know, the last year was his first year there. Nearly won the Daytona 500 uh, before being wrecked, and I've seen him in the top ten uh, quite a few this year, I believe. Um, that's yeah, going back to those younger drivers making a, an appearance now on a pretty regular basis in the top ten, and and we kind of joked before we got started about who gets to read Matt Benedetto's name in the in the in the results because that's kind of a hard one when you're running up against it. But you know he finished 28th today, but but that young man has run really really well um, this season so far. He's been he's been in the he's been in in contention at the Daytona 500 for sure. Ended up being wrecked there, but. He has starting to show consistency and starting to show in the upper, you know, upper the top fifteen on a on a pretty regular basis now through the race, and I think that's a good sign for that team. Especially, yeah, especially you know not coming. You know, we see Joe Gibbs, Penske, Hendricks, all you know the really top teams who have a lot more money. It's great seeing these teams that don't have as much uh, maybe the best equipment or money uh, being consistent and being up there. 
you know, we, we, we talked in, in weeks past here on the, on the racing podcast on Fox 4 about the loss of personalities and the loss of some characters in NASCAR racing. You know, Tony Stewart's gone, Junior's gone, um, Rusty Wallace is long gone, and, and some of those guys that, that we really, really love to see on the track. But yesterday in qualifying, we saw a little bit of personality coming out in a couple guys. Uh, and man, for a for a NASCAR uh, uh, dust up, it was a pretty good pretty good little fight there on pit road after qualifying between Michael McDowell and, and Daniel Suarez. Daniel Suarez was a little upset because he felt like uh, McDowell kind of hindered his qualifying lap, and uh, they had a little chat about it after after qualifying. Yeah, and I heard Daryl Waltrip talking about this before the race. You know, and he was saying, you know, that's what this is. He's surprised something like this hasn't happened more often. I mean, when you have almost all the drivers going out at once for qualifying, uh, you're going to have guys probably, in, you know, in the way. And this isn't a race. I mean, all guys are going at it, you know, trying to get the best lap they can. Uh, so, Well, and it happened at the, towards the tail end of qualifying yesterday. They were, they were going out. I, I, I don't remember exactly how much time was left in the qualifying round. But the way they qualify now, really you can hold back I mean, you can protect a spot uh, by the way you, you run that qualifying lap. I'm not sure McDowell was doing that on purpose, but I could see how that could be an issue uh, in that form of, of qualifying. Yeah, um, and, you know, we'll see going forward that, you know, if things like this continue to happen. And, and also, you know, those two drivers, um, I think they worked it out maybe after the little scuffle. But well, they were they were they were in driver introductions and and the uh, pre-race uh, lap around the tr- the track in the pickup trucks. They were they were together, so uh, and I that's just a that's just a result of of how they qualified. I, it wasn't it wasn't done that way by NASCAR. They spent some time in the NASCAR hauler. Uh, Luckily, being, no penalties or no fines. penalties issued. But I'm sure, and, and I'm this has always been interesting to me when NASCAR calls people to. The NASCAR trailer—it's uh, like being called to the principal's office, and you—you you, you really wonder in this situation: Are they like, okay, now no more of that? Wink, wink, nod, nod. We don't want any more of this pushing and shoving. We don't. That's what—that's what NASCAR fans really love. It's a rivalry. It's—it's—it—it it adds a little drama. And I've always—I've always kind of laughed when NASCAR. You know, several years ago, at the beginning of the season, they they issued this uh, this decree that have at it, boys. You know, and that meant you know no holes barred. Go out there and race as hard as you can, and we don't care if you get into scuffle. We want to build excitement for the fans. Well, they started to get that, and they said, whoa, 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 maybe we shouldn't have said that. Maybe we ought to back off of that a little bit. But I I think this is gonna if they if nobody got hurt. It, it was it's like a baseball brawl nobody got hurt yeah, and that's like you were saying that it's just the atmosphere of racing and you know don't take that away cuz i mean some of the best moments in this you know sports history is the scuffles you know jeff gordon and i think it was brad Kozlowski at one point you know a few yep. years ago in like 2012 uh you mentioned before jeff gordon and jeff burden um even you know jimmy johnson and kevin harvick in the playoffs a few years ago um Bristol Speedway is one where we really see a lot of uh, tempers fly, and that's just uh, what makes the sport. 
In fact, many, many years ago, Kevin Harvick got sat down for a, for a cup race after, an, after a little tussle in the truck race the, week, the day before. I believe it was at Bristol. And, and it was one of, one of – it was Coy Gibbs, I believe, that he got into a tussle with. And Coy Gibbs was a big boy. And Kevin Harvick came running down pit road and, uh, and uh, slid across the hood of, of Gibbs' truck to get to him. And, man, they went at it a little bit. But Coy Gibbs was a big boy. He was a football player. And uh, it didn't last very long. And then I, I don't know if you remember several years ago, Clint Boyer sprinting. He got out of his car. He, oh, Jeff Gordon. He sprinted down pit road and back to the garage to get to Jeff Gordon. And they followed him with the helicopter. And they're like, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? So I think a little bit of that is okay. I think it builds fan excitement. I think it builds fan loyalty. And, and I just I think we need a little bit of that. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, the season's just starting. Um, <laughs> we saw it in qualifying this early in the season. Uh, it's going to get more. You're going to get drivers. I mean, we're so early on, but as it goes on, you're going to get drivers who are, you know, want that win, want to get locked into the playoffs. And uh, I, I think um, none, of, none of the new drivers really stand out of really – Tempers flying, but definitely guys, you know, Kyle Busch, Martin Truex Jr. Um, you know, they're still Truex Jr. Even I know at the end of last season was still kind of uneasy with Joey Logano. Oh, and I think they probably still are a little bit. But so far, we've been on big tracks with lots of room. But we got we got the short tracks coming up. We got the bull rings coming up, where where all these guys grew up, and 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 I love going to the short track because it it goes back to the days when they were coming up through and they were racing at local raceways and they were racing on these you know half mile tracks, five eighths mile track, and and beating and banging on each other. I, I loved Bristol racing before they redid before they reconfigured the track it's not been the same since they reconfigured it a few years ago because it's just different but man back in the day if you went to victory lane your car was in in great shape you didn't race real hard at bristol i i remember a year dale earnhardt wrecked terry labani you know on his way to victory lane and 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 terry labani pulled into victory lane his car's you know spewing steam and has bent up the hood's crushed and all this kind of stuff and man that's that's exciting, and we're going to get there. We're not there yet, but as we as we finish up this West Coast swing and head back to the Southeast, and we're going to get to those short tracks. And I can't wait. I love short track racing. Same here. Trying to check and see if we have an update on the on the uh, drivers' points yet to, to see where they're at. It's not been published yet, but we know that we have another qualifier for the chase. Another guy's locked in his position in the chase. And that's Kyle Busch today with his big victory in in uh, Phoenix. Um, what what is it about Kyle Busch that just you knew at one point when he got to second place, you just had this feeling in the back of your mind, it's over. Ryan Blaney, it's just it's just, it's just a matter of time. Kyle's going to get there. He's going to blow by him, and he's going to he's going to go for the win. You just, do you almost. And I know you're not a fan of his like, I, like I'm not a fan of his, but don't you almost, when he's in that position, don't you almost expect him to win? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, after last week, he, he, he could have won last week. It was just a penalty on pit road. And this week, I'm sure they practice and practice. No, they didn't have any penalties on pit road, no problems there. And 
you know, just this guy, you know, he r- ran all three races last week in Vegas. He ran the Xfinity race yesterday, won that. You know, so he that's just more practice for him getting used to that, you know, just feeling that track, knowing that track. And, yeah, and stage two, uh, he just, uh, all three stages, uh, that car, if he was in front, he just took off. And you could just tell after last week he wanted to win. He was ready for that win. If he didn't win today... I was almost nervous to see any post interviews, <laughs> but yeah, not a fan. But I respect him as a driver, and he is—I mean, he is good. He—he he has such a drive, and just the, how many hours and time this guy puts into it uh, is just incredible. He'll be—he—he he will. I mean, he's a future Hall of Famer. There's no doubt about that. As soon as he retires, and as soon as he's eligible, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame because he's such a talented driver. And I don't think, as you look through the current drivers that are there, I mean, you've got Jimmy Johnson, who's a seven-time champ, who is a, a legend, uh, and he'll be a Hall of Famer. Um, as you look at some of the younger guys coming up, I don't see someone who, can, who will be that dominant in trucks, Xfinity, and Cup. Now, they're limited on the number of times they can race in those, those lower series now, uh, so they won't be able to, to accumulate the wins like Kyle Busch did. But, man, whenever Kyle Busch was in a truck race or, or an Xfinity race, you almost knew. You, you almost knew he was going to win. It's it's amazing how talented that guy is. And uh, this he definitely – this won't be his uh, – I mean, for next week, he's you know great at, in California at Auto Club Speedway. Yep. Speaking of next week, it's to Auto Club Speedway, the big wide confines of – of that track, um, some boys are from Southern California or going home. Jimmy Johnson is is from there. Kevin Harvick is from there. Uh, is Kyle, I think Kyle Larson is from Southern yeah. California. Um, so some guys are going home to their home track. You know, in Las Vegas, we expect the Bush boys to be good there. I expect some of the same things to happen in California. I, I think Jimmy Johnson will be will do well there. I think Kevin Harvick will do well there. Uh, Kyle Larson, again, we talked about him a little bit earlier. I think he will do well there. But I think there's still a guy who has run well. He won there last year, but I think he may do well. What do you think about that? Uh, Yeah, I mean, something to think about, too. In the last five years, we've had five different winners at Auto Club Speedway. So this hasn't been someone back-to-back. But Martin Truex Jr. won the race there last year. He led 125 laps. Um, He was second today. I think he's he's definitely knocking on the door, uh, but the guy who led the second most laps last year, Kyle Busch, so uh, <laughs> he could be looking at uh, getting back-to-back wins next week. But Martin Truex Jr. always great at the you know mile and a half tracks, and you know he's on a new team this year. But they pretty much brought everyone over, I think, didn't they? They brought his brought his crew chief, brought his spotter, um, and his I, I don't know about his about his pit crew. But his, his spotter and his crew chief are the same, uh, the same ones he won the championship with two years ago. So I, I think next year, next week, maybe a breakout week for that team. Um, but again, like you said, now Auto Club that they that's a track they have not have they ever repaved that since it first opened. I don't believe they have. I think it's old pavement. So that's one of the things I really like about that track. Is. Yeah, it's 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 old. It's got character to it. It's which, it's always a pretty fun race. It's fast. It's going to be a fast track, and it'll be fun to see these, car, these this new 
former car on that track. You think we'll have tire problems like we had today, or I? You know what? We may, we may, because of course we didn't last week. It, there weren't really any tire problems at Las Vegas last week, so I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see. The older pavement may be a may be an issue, but uh, I think it's going to be a fun race. I, I, I'm, I'm, I can't wait to see the restarts on that big wide track at uh, at the California, and um, so it's. You know, this week we didn't do so well when we picked the winner. Yeah, I, I never do. In fact, I, I I won't be surprised if I get emails from drivers that oh, please don't pick me, please don't pick me. But uh, whose fate are we going to seal with our picks this week, Brian? Oh boy, uh, you know it's it's easy. I'm going to go with the guy that won there in 2017. I'm going to try with Kyle Larson next week. Oh, you're picking Kyle Larson? Okay. Um. Wow. You know what? Martin Trix was good with me two years ago. I picked him as the champion from the beginning of the season two years ago. I think it's going to be a breakout season or a breakout week for Martin Trix Jr. They've run well. They're doing all the right things. I just think I think maybe that'll be it. So, Martin, you're welcome. You'll probably finish 15th and the because, 20... of my, because of my pick. And uh, we'll see how – Penske does too, because Penske is having a great season. All three drivers, uh, you know, Logano, Kazowski already the win, but Ryan Blaney, um, not, I don't know, I'm, I don't have any notes on him on how he does Auto Club Speedway, but uh, he's, I mean, he had such a great weekend, get starting off with the pole and just staying up there in the top five and, and the battle towards the end. He finally just had to give it up, but I mean, I, impressive the battle of someone like as good as Kyle Bush. Uh, he didn't just give it away. He he fought as long as he could. Yeah, and, and it was great, clean racing. You know, it was a little yeah. bumping, side bumps and side drafting, but uh, fun, clean, aggressive racing. But uh, nobody wrecked each other out or anything like that. And that I always like when that happens. So next week at at, at Auto Club Speedway, there'll be a little little bit higher speeds. Um, we may see may see some drafting in effect there because of the higher speeds. Uh, I believe I believe Auto Club Speedway is 24 degree banking. If I remember correctly, I have, that may not be. It's pretty close to that. But we'll have the higher speeds. We'll see some drafting going on, and uh, man, it'll be another exciting week of racing. I can't wait. It's already be, week five. Man, and I think we said this a couple weeks ago. You know, we wait, we wait. It ends in November, and they have the awards banquet, and then we go through December. We go through such a such a cold, snowy winter we had here, and you're just like, ah. Oh. Racing season is never going to start. It's never going to start. And then all of a sudden, bang, man, here we are. And Daytona, it already seems sort of a while ago. It seems kind of long, far away. And now just the focus is, you know, on the season and on to, on to California next week. Wherever we go, whoever the winner is, Brian and I will be here every week to wrap it up for you on the Fox 4 Racing Podcast. Everyone have a great week. Enjoy the warmer weather. And we'll be back next week right here on the Fox 4 Racing Podcast.
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.